Hey guys, it's Joe's, and you're listening to a deleted scenes episode. Uh, so what a deleted scenes episode is, whenever Meg and I watch movies, uh, we tend to think about society, and oftentimes that makes us think about politics, especially right now, because we're alive during a season of our lives that is very politically heated. And so we thought to make everybody more comfortable, we were going to put politics specifically in a deleted scenes episode. Uh, so if that is what you enjoy listening to, you like watching films and thinking about, oh, this is how this relates to our lives right now politically, uh, then this is an episode for you. If you don't like that, you've got about a minute here to go find something else, something else to listen to. Watch, listen to another one of our episodes or go listen to some music. Um, I don't know what you do in your life. Also, in these episodes, we do add some humorous things that didn't quite fit into the episode. Um, so we hope you guys will enjoy all of that and we will see you guys later. Bye. I think he has some unaddressed trauma. <laughs> it's concerning. But it's, it's hilarious because later on you do meet his family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. No. Oh no. When, when, um, what episode did you end on? I stopped on seven, but here's the thing. Okay, I really didn't think I was going to enjoy this as much as I did. I thought I would enjoy it, but not be like, yeah, I probably won't ever revisit it because I'm just not like an anime person. Nothing against Uh it. I think it's beautiful, but I'm just not that. I started thinking about it like constantly at work yesterday. I was like, I just got, I got to keep watching it. What happens? (laughs) So I like, I have to keep going. But as of right now, I'm on episode seven. Okay. Um, Like I finished episode seven. I think it's an eight or nine that you really start to so where the movie is canon wise is supposed to be after season two before season three but the movie doesn't really like have any spoilers um they just mentioned one thing about the sports festival but that's still not really that big of a thing um so you'll get to that. I think that's in is that in the beginning of season two? I think that's the beginning of season two is the sports festival. Maybe. Or it might be the end of season one. Anyway, um, so you're about to get into like, okay, why are these kids already so good at fighting bad guys? Because mm. it probably like I have thought of this yesterday. It probably seemed like a jump from where you ended to like <laughs> yeah especially with little Deku because he was like he in the episode I left off he was like I'll break my whole arm and then now he's like ah, I'm gonna use 100% of my power it's fine <laughs> like, hold on yeah, a second man yeah no there's this whole like progression of him getting there so you'll, right. you'll see that um but yes again the entire show is just Bakugo you need to chill the fuck out <laughs> Um, and they they mentioned that in one of the upcoming episodes where everyone's just like what is wrong with you yeah he has some issues man but like i just want him and deku that's his name right i'm not okay i want him and deku to just be best friends like i just want that for them but i know that probably will never happen but i just want it i want them to love each other platonically but they don't there are people who who ship them um like romantically mm, okay so there, there are people who ship them romantically there are people who ship uh bakugo and kirishima he's the red hair guy uh wait half red hair or all red hair all red hair 
oh, like okay. you got stuck in the rock and you were like, <laughs> just, just stop using your cork. He goes, oh. Oh, right. <laughs> He's like, I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah, I like him. Um, so there are people who ship them two together. Um, and there are people who ship um, Todoroki, who is the uh, half white, half red. I love him. I think he's I phenomenal. I absolutely. Todoroki is one of my favorites. Um, I have a. Oh, I should have worn my other sweatshirt. Oh, uh, so I have. <laughs> oh. And then I have a sweatshirt that is in the living room. I don't know. I'm gonna go get it right now. Um, that, um, I think. What is it? His. I think it's his right arm that is the ice no no i think it's his left arm that's ice um and the other arm is the fire mm-hmm. which you're gonna get to that story arc and oh it's so fantastic um but there are people who ship uh todoroki and deku together interesting the thing is like i don't really like those ships like yeah. not that like i don't you know like that like you know it being like guy and guy like i don't care about that like i i i ship uh present mike and aizawa because <laughs> 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 oh, i think that that's fantastic um but i just i feel like we don't really get a whole lot of like hey these are best friends but that they love each other but not in that way type of relationships right Um, yeah I think that's like really important to have yeah of any gender and any like gender combination that like I hate romance in film (laughs) it's overdone and I hate it like if I don't go into a horror film the last thing I want to see is two people getting it on okay that's not (laughs) what I paid for that's not what I want and so like if there can just be like a good best friend duo oh man I'm here for that like every day of the week well, I was I was talking with Hannah the other day because um, I was thinking about we were talking about Afterburn and I've made this joke that like, OK, yeah, there's not a whole lot of like homosexuality in Afterburn, but there's also not a whole lot of heterosexuality. <laughs> I just don't really include it. And I said something um, about like oh, like, I could probably, like, make Case an asexual because, like, I can't really see him, you know, being interested in somebody like that. And Hannah just goes, you cannot make everybody asexual. (laughs) But you can because (laughs) you're writing it. So I've thought about it. (laughs) But I probably will. I think he's just, he's kind of, like, in a similar boat as Katsuki Bakugo or Gachan. Um, and a reason, like, a lot of people, there are people who protest against, like, them shipping anybody with Bakugo is because Bakugo's not there, like, like not there yet, like, emotionally mature. No, like, not. he probably should not be in a relationship until he figures his shit out. Yeah. Um, and especially should not be in a relationship with Deku. Um, <laughs> no, that would get like destructive very quickly. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think Kaysen's kind of in that same, like he's not emotionally stable. Um, <laughs> That's a mood. <laughs> and I even put in there, um, 
in like the character pages I get gave to the actors, I put like for Kaysen that I think of like Tony Stark or Bakugo um, when I think about Kaysen. Um, but yeah, so there are those two characters. Um, there is Todoroki, the uh, white and red haired kid. Uh, Love him. Yuraraka, who is the girl who's obviously pining for Midoriya. Oh my gosh, wait, but they're so cute because they're like simultaneously pining after each other. And I think that Deku gets like really creeped, not creeped out, really freaked out around any female, (laughs) bless his little heart. But like, they're so cute because they're just pining after each other, which I'm still against romance. But it's cute. When, when Melissa comes up, and she's like, <laughs> and she gets so mad. <laughs> she's so close to me. Um, then uh, Yagi Razu is. Uh, she wasn't in costume, so I can't. She was the um, the girl who was there because of like her family status. Oh, yeah, with, like, the big black ponytail or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. people call her either Yayurazu Yayu or Momo. Okay, um, Momo's gonna have to be what I go with. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I- You're good. Um, there's Jiro, who was the other girl who had the uh, headphone jack. Oh, yeah, she's really cool, too. Yeah, she, uh, she has a really cool story arc, um, I think, in season four. Mm. Um then there's uh Mineta, who everybody hates or most people hate um he's the little perverted great looking oh yeah i can't stand him yeah. like he just stop just stop uh, um and then there's kaminari or denki uh who is it was the blonde hair kid with uh with Mineta. oh right who is also annoying but like maybe not as annoying yeah, he's not as annoying also, if he uses his quirk too much, he just turns dumb. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Then <laughs> um, there's Ida, who uh, is the guy with the blasters on his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So And who's, like, just super intense about everything. Yeah. Like, dude, um, take a chill pill, but in a different <laughs> way from angry man. <laughs> um, wait, wait, I can get his name. Bakugo. That's his last name, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it took me a while on their names, too. Um, I've watched the show, like, I think two times. Mm. Um, and I've watched the first movie two times. I've only watched Heroes Rising once. Um, okay. But that movie is, is good, too. Um, and then Kirishima, I told you about, is the red hair one. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Who got stuck in like kid come on (laughs) use your brain (laughs) i think kirishima and kaminari just them together they're (laughs) both so stupid (laughs) but it's so lovable um and then melissa was david's daughter david was all might's best friend david what a twist I know. I know we're not there yet, but like that was like a double, triple, quadruple cross at the end. Like, oh my gosh, everyone has turned against everyone. <laughs> no, as as the end, like as it got to the ending, I was sitting there going, I don't remember any of this. Did I just <laughs> not watch the ending? <laughs> Maybe. Um, 
but yeah and then of course all my um or toshinori um mm. but yeah all might's the easy way to call him or just toshi yeah um, that's what david calls him yeah which is cute but david you really you really messed up there kid yeah Ugh. um yeah so those are all the characters and if you need their name reminders again i could tell you <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I probably will. <laughs> Names are hard. Yeah, they are. Okay. Um. So I guess. I think that's, you know, something that we can look at even now, like in our political atmosphere, because I think every episode we're going to bring it back to what's going on right now. Oh, for sure. It's like impossible not to. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But like, we look at. We look at things. You know not to call out any names but there are people who who look at the state of things and they want to go back to a simpler time they want to go back to what they thought was you know the golden age um you know and it it was in this it was in this one candidate's you know, in his mantra of we're going to make America great again. Oh, I can't figure out which candidate that is. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You're good. Um, <laughs> I just don't like saying his name. Uh, Fair. I say- well, you have a myriad of other things. 45, Cinnamon Hitler, Cheeto Man, you know. Twitler is my favorite. <laughs> Twitler. Oh, anyway. <laughs> but, you know, we... That, in, like... Yes, you could you could look at it and be like, okay, we're going, you know, we're going to make America great again. That means, you know, progression. That means an evolution of society. That means, you know, making it better, not going back to where we used to be. Because that sure wasn't better. Yeah, like, and, and moving forward. And no, it, it was it was riddled in this, we're going to go back we're going to go back in time. We're going to go backwards. Uh, and I see like, yeah, David has that, like, I don't want things to change. And I understand for like older generations, not wanting things to change. You look back and it, it seemed that it was great that, you know, a lot of people were going to church, like, you know, a lot of like things seemed morally better but in reality, like, no, that, that's they not weren't. what was happening. It was um, just oppression on a mass scale. <laughs> yeah, and now we've gotten to this point of people are tired of being oppressed um, and they are lashing out. And I don't blame them um, at all. And I look at, because um, like a whole whole thing that like you and I have been talking about um you know, and I've been having conversations with my other friends about this, is that, you know, there, there is this realizing that, and we're, we're specifically kind of talking about the church right now, that the church has been doing things specifically to hurt other people. And it's been hidden behind scripture that does not actually apply to what they're trying to do um 
It's scripture that's taken out of context. It's scripture that is mistranslated. And it is this attempt to hold power over people. Yeah. And it's not a new concept either. It's been happening since the beginning of this religion, of the Christian church. Like, and we like regard Martin Luther as like a hero nowadays um, for like his, you know, his literal revolution of the Catholic church. Um, but now people who try to do that with today's church get absolutely ridiculed. But like, yeah. there are the same issues that are still happening. Yeah. Like, I, I brought this up with, um, I was telling you about a conversation I had with my friend on Friday night. Um, I brought this up to her and I said, here's the thing. Like, and it, it took me a little while to realize this. But when you look at the gospel, when you look at the first four books of the New Testament, the main like yes you do have those like those um like that tap that chapter that i think i don't know if it's only in this one one of the books or if it's like told in a few of the different books because like with the with the gospels it's all like an account of the life that jesus lived while he was on earth um but it's told through like four different people um yeah. A lot of misconception with people outside of the um, Christian church, which no judgment, like yeah. Christians haven't explained it well, but a lot of people think, and a lot of people believe differently, I suppose as well, that like the Bible is like the actual literal word of God. And it's not God inspired these people and like showed himself to these people. And these people wrote their accounts of that. So there are, there could be fallacies. There could be like, opinions expressed there are like a bunch of different things because men wrote these like it's not it's not god didn't like say these and they were instantly written in a book it was like these people's experiences written down half of them are like half the bible is just letters that paul wrote straight up he was just like hey church don't do this (laughs) yeah so like i think that there's a big misconception there as well and like that that's a very important thing to understand that human people wrote this book yeah i think Something that I was thinking the other day, because I, I wake up angry most of the time. Oh, man. <laughs> and so it's usually like, I will think about what is going on in the earth, like in the earth, on, in the world. <laughs> Inside of the earth, there's hollow earth and Nazis live there and aliens live there and lizard people live there. And they periodically come out and take over the government. Is that is that where we got like the murder hornets from? <laughs> Yes, they came from inside. <laughs> oh, no, I could talk about conspiracy theories all day. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Just imagine if the bee movie was actually about. <laughs> They're not just nice, gentle bees. They're murder hornets. <laughs> Someone called Jerry Seinfeld. There needs to be a bee movie, too. The bees are back. The... <laughs> and they're angry. The bees are back and they're angry. <laughs> They're they're out for blood, murder hornets. Okay. I like it. This is this is a tangent, real like a small little tangent. Um, they're making a live action um, Tom and Jerry movie now. Of course, I Tom- straight up thought you were gonna say a live action B movie, and I was about to like keel over dead instantly. Okay, um, interesting. And so like Tom and Jerry are still like um, animated. Um, right. It's not like an actual cat and the mouse. Um, it's just everybody else around them is like a human being. Um odd just odd what's the point of that like the lion king when they did that and like the junk like what's the point of that it's just animation just different and then you have like three human actors like what's the point it was but they i've been seeing the trailer for it a lot 
and they keep saying like you know tom and jerry the reason why the city never sleeps and that bugs me because i'm like no it's not (laughs) there are a lot of other reasons why no it's just tom and jerry they keep everyone up (laughs) not like people working the night shift or like accidents or like murder like it's it's tom and jerry (laughs) just people who like to stay up late no (laughs) (laughs) i I just that that has bothered me (laughs) every time i watch it i'm like they're not the reason like i understand what they're doing i understand like oh this is a nice play on words of the city never sleeps no it's not (laughs) but it's not that nice of a play on words it's just a mediocre play on words okay yes Um, (laughs) i understand like what they're doing but at the same Mm -hmm. time i'm just like stop it yeah just stop stop, man Uh, tom and jerry is the least of my worries okay yes like (laughs) we're we're in an impeachment trial right now (laughs) yeah man with a president that's not even in office anymore so like can we (laughs) can we not think about tom and jerry (laughs) Which actually, that's mm-hmm. the the fact that he's not in office anymore is the reason why his lawyers are. Which also, he's had like five lawyers quit on him. Oh yeah, they keep they keep quitting, or he keeps firing them, or something, doesn't he? Uh, he might. I think he fired two of them. Of course like, he did. A bunch of them just quit. And they were like, yeah, yeah, no, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah, because um, there's no reason. There's like, why fight it at this point? Just accept yeah. that you kind of sucked a lot. <laughs> you fucked up. Um, <laughs> you fucked up, friend. Yeah. Um, and so, like, one of their arguments is, like, he's not in office anymore. So, like, you're not kicking him out of anything. It's like, okay, yes, but yeah, this is a trial so that he can't run for office again. Exactly. And he loses, like, his, like, lifelong benefits. So he loses yeah. his, like, money and, like, his protection and stuff, yeah. which there's debate on that if that's, like, morally sound or whatever. But, like, that's what impeachment is, man. And it's not my job to decide. It's the Supreme Court's decision. So, yeah, I don't think, yeah. like our taxes should go towards your livelihood because if you you really were bad at your livelihood yeah and you quite literally incited people who do not care about our livelihoods yeah so i'm sorry yes i am going to try to fight through this hatred (laughs) that i have and I know it's an issue that I have and I know like I should not hate him um, because like Christ tells me to not do that. Yeah. And so that's it's really hard, man. Yeah, like That's my issue. But like, I'm also not going to sit here and be like, oh yeah, you're totally fine. You can have this money. No, yeah. like what your, what your people did on that Wednesday Mm-hmm. It was quite literally a declaration of war to people yeah. that I love and care about. Yeah. And, and like, that does not go with me. And everything he did in his sitting duck period was just petty and childish. And because he signed a bunch of orders, like in his last few days, just so that the Biden administration would have a bunch of things, like a bunch of hurdles to have to jump through so that they wouldn't be productive in their first hundred days. Like, you, what? what is the point if you genuinely cared about this country you wouldn't be doing shit like that to just make everything worse you would be doing everything you possibly can to bring this country back together but instead he's inciting violence and encouraging domestic terrorism and just signing a bunch of shitty orders that biden now has to like go through and his administration have to go through and like take down exactly so that they can actually start doing shit 
Yeah. Oh, it gets me, it gets me worked up. Like whether you agree with his politics or not, like that's not a cool thing for a president to do. Yeah. It, it's super shitty. Um, yeah. And like the fact of like, I believe it, it, it was in his, his administration that the most, uh, death row um executions were executed that's really great yeah and there were like two of them that um were people were trying to get you know um change because like they shouldn't have been executed um because evidence had come out that like oh they're actually not like like it, it it's all really complicated but yeah um but yeah like that that's what his administration did um just murdered a bunch of people great thanks yeah and so how we got to this point <laughs> <laughs> i don't know we always end up derailing and talking about politics which i know nothing about politics so i have no reason to talk <laughs> but here i am but like you like yeah we we may not have like that much like you know understanding of politics but like we can look at you know the world and look at where we are right now and be yeah. able to like relate this back to like what movie we watched um yeah because um film and like the the video medium no matter if it's film tv something in between whatever it's all a reflection of reality in some way like there's you can never be fully separated from reality and if it's not a proper reflection of reality then it's not going to be anything and so that's the whole point of art is to reflect reality and to be able to gain something from it and be able to have these conversations yeah and so i think like taking it back to like to the movie david does have this like i don't want things to change but I think something that a lot of people aren't grasping is change, yes, can be extremely scary. Um, change can, like, when you look at, you know, as we're, as we're changing as Christians, you know, Christianity is starting to change. And, um, and it's not that we're changing for, like, the worse but it can be scary like moving away from like this is what I was taught all my life and now I'm being told that it's wrong Mm -hmm. um and like you said earlier it's like yeah Martin Luther has been praised as um for changing the game for you know going against the Catholic Church and being like okay yeah no the way that you're doing things is not right um and that, that that's what we're trying to do now. And we're just like, hey, yeah, no, like what we have been doing to like the LGBTQI plus community, what we have been doing about Black Lives Matter, like that's not okay. And yeah. Um also women's movement, yeah. like doesn't exist in the Christian church, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. And so